0: Hello and welcome to Basically the Podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Preisner. My favourite guest to have in studio is back again. I think this is his fourth time, but we're in a pandemic and we need science. We have to go back to facts and not deal with any of this misinformation. So much has happened since we talked to you last. Luke O'Neill, welcome to studio. I know that we have called you, summoned you from your mm. science lab and you have avoided lunch so <laughs> you're going to be eating and drinking while we talk to you but we have you back you are my favourite person to talk to in studio everyone loves you you Thank bring you good much. news are you the bearer you're of good news just saying that
1: because you give me a cup of coffee and a chocolate biscuit is tremendous I love coming over here
0: no I'm not I'm t- I'm, you are the bearer of good news you make I us feel calm
1: and people don't know my lab is two minutes from here literally I've just come from the lab as we speak I'm there every day most days checking the vaccine news and More news on the uh, Moderna vaccine, which is good.
0: So, since we talked to you last, we have two vaccines. two vaccines.
1: Can you believe it? I know. Do we have
0: two vaccines or do we have two press releases about vaccines?
1: My favourite phrase is definitely maybe. You know, the best way to describe this is it's unprecedented that you would see press releases as opposed to the the, the actual publications. It's unusual. Is it just because we care enough? It's because we want to know there's an emergency, pandemic is burning, and the two companies figured let's release the information now they would not be releasing this information which such positive statements unless they knew this is more than likely going to work because it's egg on the face can you imagine yeah and the stuff the ceo pfizer said it's a humanity's best day whatever phrasing he wouldn't be saying that because he's gonna look stupid isn't he he? because he has to back it up yeah now and secondly it's very interesting i've been in these trials before not for vaccines for other things they always do what's called an interim analysis which means halfway through or even Two-thirds of the way through. You open the box and have a look. Right. Normally that says stop because it's not working, by the way. It's called futility analysis. That's the word we use for this. One of my drugs failed the futility analysis about four years ago. It breaks your heart, you know. And no point continuing because it's not working. With this one, they open the box and they go, wow. (laughs) It's really working. This is the best thing ever. And to get 90% efficacy is remarkable. Now, I wouldn't be as enthusiastic, um, say, two days ago. Why? Because a second company... Gets the same level of efficacy with the same technology. Now, remember, this is totally independent. So here's two separate companies. Pfizer and Moderna. Not comparing notes at all. Running two big trials. It's like my lab discovers something and someone in Japan discovers the same thing with no, no input from me. yeah. That means it's reproducible. These RNA vaccines were very more confident that they work, basically, you know. And
0: is this the first RNA vaccine? Like, are, we haven't had vaccines that use this method before. We've had
1: other ones, but they weren't approved. okay. Ebola, for example, there was an RNA vaccine. It never got approved because Ebola went away. Uh, the, the husband and wife team who discovered this, by the way, famously, in the company by OnTech. They're the ones who gave the vaccine to Pfizer. Oh, wow. They were working on RNA vaccines for cancer for a long time, not viruses. So it's been bumping around, you know, it's kind of a thing. So
0: let me just explain for the listeners, or you can explain it to me. Um... Uh, vaccines usually take a little bit of the virus and stick it into you and then your body's like whoa what's this tiny little thing that I can fight off they fight off and then when you get it the next time they're already armed to fight the real thing but an RNA vaccine is not that so they're not it is
1: kind of so so what a vaccine at its simplest is you put the wanted posters off And when the bad guy arrives in the town, the sheriff and all his men recognise the bad guy because they see the wanted posters. So it trains the immune system to recognise the bad guy. Now, you can't use the bad guy because it makes you sick. That's obvious. So you use a weakened form often. There are seven types of vaccines in development, different ones. Mm -hmm. You can use a weakened virus, which means you boiled it up or given it some chemical so it's dead but doesn't infect you, but it's still in your body. You can use a piece of the virus. So there's a vaccine with the spike, which we want to block, by the way. The spike is the bit that sticks into your lungs. Yeah. yeah. That's a second type of vaccine. The third is you take the gene for the spike, okay, the mm-hmm. recipe to make the spike, stick it in, I think, on a vector, like a carrier type thing. That goes into your body and now the spike starts getting made. That's the AstraZeneca Oxford vaccine, right?
0: Sorry, what, they... they- they take the recipe The recipe the spike, to make the spike. They yeah. put the recipe into your body. Exactly. And your body's like, I can make this. Exactly.
1: So it starts making the it's spike. It's like your body starts to read the recipe. But, and but how to does make that stop
0: if you're making the spike, how does that prevent you from getting it Well COVID?
1: the immune system recognizes the spike then? Also
0: oh, it just thinks yeah.
1: this is normal. It thinks it's not well it just sees the spike as foreign, you know? Okay. not the whole virus, it's just the spike part, okay? So it can kill that bit. Yep. And you make antibodies now to that spike. Right. And then when you get the real bad guy, the antibodies are there and they can kill the ah, spike okay. Now, this Moderna approach, again, it's taken the recipe. So it's a bit similar to the one I just said. Okay. In the form, I think, of RNA. So it's another way to put the recipe in.
0: RNA versus DNA?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's DNA is going into the vector, actually. Okay. Now, the, 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 the central dogma of all biology, Stephanie, you know what it is, don't you? I definitely don't. Go on. DNA makes RNA makes protein. okay. That's the central dogma of all of life, and that's very complicated. The DNA recipe gets read out as an RNA molecule, and the RNA makes the protein, okay? Right. Now, if you just put the RNA in, then you don't need the DNA, because the RNA can make it's the the next protein. step. Yeah, exactly, yes. Yeah. So, and that's what the Moderna vaccine is, and the... Um, and the Pfizer one. Pfizer, the RNA vaccines.
0: So they put the RNA into us.
1: Into us, into our muscle.
0: And then we make
1: protein. We make the spike protein. The immune system doesn't like it because it's a bit of virus. It creates
0: antibodies. Antibodies. Then, when we experience it in real life, the antibodies are already there, so already we there. kill
1: it. And so, it's memory it's called. You, you lay down memory antibodies, even. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you make these things called T cells.
0: Killer T cells, you call yep, them. Yep, killer
1: T cells. And they're really important for this virus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If the virus gets into your lungs, antibodies can't really get at it because it's hiding away, right? Okay. The killer T cell comes in, kills. The virus you see So so in other words And they know the Moderna And the Pfizer vaccines Bring out T-cells as well Very strongly And that could be why They're very good Other vaccines Like the polio vaccine Only brings out antibodies It doesn't bring out T-cells But polio doesn't go as deep In your yes, body okay. So you can use antibodies To kill it you see So it's very clever really the other thing that's a fascination is the RNA vaccine world was very fringe for me and many of us. Yeah. Like at a conference, they'd be in a separate room kind of thing. And you wouldn't tell, honest to God. not <laughs> the cool kids. No, there weren't. Nobody they're thought just it just the bad ones. Well, we thought it'd be too toxic because RNA can be a nasty chemical in your body, you see. Yeah. And we all thought that's not going to work. Now, I didn't, the vaccine people thought that. And then these people in BioNTech, because they're the company who made the Pfizer vaccine, and Moderna, the RNA and Moderna 7E is in the name. M-O-D-E-R-N-A.
0: Clever. That's an
1: RNA company. Uh, So they said, let's go for this. And they had the confidence to give it a shot, you see.
0: And what makes it not toxic now then?
1: They modified the RNA very interestingly. A woman in the University of Pennsylvania came up with a way to sort of, you know, weaken the RNA slightly and not make it as toxic. And that's a key part of the technology. So you've got the RNA for the... The other thing is the the RNA will irritate your body as well, remember. Not just the protein, not just the spike. And you got. And my lab actually worked on how RNA irritates the body. It's sensed by a special mechanism in your body to drive inflammation. Actually, so, so in other words, the, what you're getting with this vaccine, in a nutshell, actually, is two for the price of one. The RNA wakes up the immune system because it's a bit noxious, yeah, and it makes the spike. It's a bit like uh, Nigella Lawson's cookbook is irritating you, you know, <laughs> as well as making a cake. You know, that's the reason of analogy.
0: So if the, so if the, the two if, if are, how many of other vaccines are in progress and how many of those are RNA
1: well the great news is there's over 200 first of all that's the number okay 200 vaccines yep, as we speak now of those 200 eight are now in phase three and two have nearly made it we're waiting for the final report
0: and how many phases?
1: There are three phases.
0: Okay, so are Moderna, are are they done now? Like, they've proven...
1: They are done, yeah. Now we're going to wait for the data. So, the the, the fi- in about a week or two, we hope, towards the end of November, yeah. they'll show us the data and then we'll know for definite.
0: What we know for sure now is that there was 30,000 in Moderna. 15,000 were given the vaccine, 15,000 were given the placebo. Placebo, that's right. Uh, of the 15,000 who yep. got the... Of the fifteen thousand who got the placebo, yep. ninety that's right developed COVID, which is a
1: reasonable number. I mean, they're out in the wild; these people. So yeah. you would expect that kind of infection rate would be expected.
0: So, ninety people developed COVID yep. and are COVID, and eleven of those got severe illness. Yep. Fifteen thousand people who got the vaccine. Yep. Five developed COVID exactly, and no one got severe illness.
1: That's it, and that's where you get the ninety-four point five percent protection figure from because a lot less people got infected if they were given the vaccine. So we're at 94%. Now, that may go down a bit as more and more people get infected on the trial, remember, because the trial isn't over. Right, okay. It's still running. So we're expecting this to drop a bit. Even if it got to 70, we're doing great. How long does the trial run for? I think it's another two, two, two to three weeks, they're saying. Right, okay. It, it depends on how many people get infected. You're waiting. What happens is, you give the people the vaccine, right, and then let them go out go about their business. And if I think they report to their doctor with symptoms you're testing for COVID and then that, that counts as a positive. That, that's how they do the trial. You know, it's based on natural
0: infection. And are these people in hot spots and cold spots and all over the world or are they just in one country?
1: That's one concern we have is you assume the two groups are in the same environment. There's no point in putting the placebo group on Antarctica, is there? Yeah. they never get infected. <laughs> you know, uh, but there's so many of them and it's in seven centres. It's all mix and mingle. So statistically reasonable to say they're all being exposed equally to the virus. because there was. So a you're just
0: thinking, like, what if they're the type of person who's, like, really maintaining restrictions and, like, being very... Have they been told, like, don't abide by they've restrictions? They've been chosen
1: very carefully at one level because they're all pretty healthy. Now, with the Moderna trial, it's interesting, they've revealed the breakdown of the people. Yeah. So there were people who were older, which is great, or protected because that would be something to look at. Yeah. There was people who were... Uh, African Americans, Hispanics, and Latinexes. Mm-hmm. The, they're the ethnic groups, and they they're important because they get really sick. You see, now the small numbers is like tens and 15s here, yeah. But they reveal that, and and if that holds up, that's tremendous because you want us to protect the old people. Remember, it's really important this vaccine works for the elderly. That's another cause for for celebration. Really, that those groups were vaccinated and were protected.
0: And is there any? Is there any? concerns around safety or like will these people be monitored in five years time to make sure they haven't developed
1: yeah. blindness or that's something that's an unknown you see so so that there's still a risk of a long-term safety problem but that's rare anyway with vaccines and nobody's really sick after three months and that's probably a good predictor there could be one in a hundred thousand that kind of number although we don't know the number but it'll be very tiny you know we know from other vaccines now it is an rna vaccines new So that's something to watch, I suppose. But so far, it's fine. Now, the other big thing to say would be, you know you've had this vaccine because you feel very flu-y. Okay. And aches and pains. It lasts about a half a day, these symptoms. And you can take paracetamol. And they'll go away. That's been reported already. Now, that's a good thing because th- those symptoms are because your immune system is working by the way and you feel the symptoms. of It's
0: good that people know that, that now. So oh,
1: it's th- essential. That could be a reason why people won't take the vaccine. Like if your friend says, I felt terrible for the day. Well, I'm not going to have that. Yeah, so we've got to be ready terrible. for that. Yeah. yeah, And it's mixed. Some people are very. I, I This morning I had an email of two people on the Moderna trial. Oh, cool. And have, one of, one do they of them, know if
0: they've had the placebo? Or well, one they said
1: really? they felt ha- awful for a half a day. Just didn't have any. I said, "You must be on the placebo." placebo Potentially, yeah. you know. Another friend of mine was on the Pfizer trial. Chief of infectious diseases in UMass Medical School, who's a good collaborator of mine. Yeah, and he told me he felt rough for he couldn't go to work for till after lunch, kind of thing. You know, yeah. he stayed in bed that morning, but then he was fine. So, so these are transient. Um, events. And they're a good sign because they mean your immune system's done its job. You know, so nothing to worry about. You will feel slightly rotten. I mean, it's a bit like the yellow fever vaccine does that, by the way. If you ever had that, you will feel a bit you know, a bit fluey. I think I had to
0: get that. I was meant to be going to Tanzania, but my grandmother Ah. died. I think they gave me
1: Yep, you pre- did yeah. you have the symptoms of it? Yeah, cuz that would have been in your past your yellow. You
0: see, I passport. think Luke, even if I was given a placebo, I'd feel I don't need much. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I feel terrible. I'm shivering. How are you feeling?
1: Awful. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. We gave you placebo. But we gave
0: you nothing. <laughs> that was a smarty. <laughs> we didn't even inject. You. <laughs> um I'm worried about people like we're all excited about this vaccine, but I'm worried that people aren't going to take it. And sure, then what's the point of all this? Yeah.
1: That's a big worry. Let's not downplay it. And in fact, the CEO of Pfizer's on record, Burla is his name. He said, if we've made a great vaccine and people don't take it, that's a disaster, you know. To How many people them.
0: do we need percentage-wise of the population to take yeah,
1: it? Yeah, we reckon 70% will be needed. Now, any percent will do, mind you. Well, it won't do, but it'll help. Yeah. Like, this is the r naught number. Uh, that's what it's all about, by the way. The r not uh, is yeah. the number
0: of people that one infected person can spread it to.
1: Exactly, yeah. So it's three one person infects three, that spreads like wildfire. Within a week, you've got Everyone tens of thousands of people infected. If it's below one, let's say it's 0.9, 10 people infect nine. Nine then infect eight all the way down to not. That will go to zero. It'll take die. time. Yeah. The lower the r naught is, the quicker the virus goes away because it's got nowhere to hide. Okay, It stops spreading, basically. You know? And
0: does the vaccine affect the r not
1: All vaccines bring it right down. Okay. Even if it's 30% efficacious that will drop the or not in, in, in a community not doing anything else now, no wearing masks or hand washing, by about 0.3, you see. So we go from 1 to 0.3, say. That's a big effect. And again, over time, then it'll go away. So, so the lower it can go, the quicker the virus goes away is the idea. A 90%, that's almost 100%. The R-naught goes down to 0.2 pretty quickly. But
0: you're expecting the efficacy to go down because... It we might go down. Yeah. The people yeah. are infected. Yeah,
1: I mean, if, if it's 70%, that's really good. Yeah. You can then project how long it will take for the virus to go away over time, you know. So, so, so these numbers are really important for the vaccine business in a sense. But I have no doubt at all, even a 50% efficacious vaccine, the R-naught's on the run. Now, remember, wearing a mask probably drops the R-naught by 02 so Easy. if you do
0: both together. Washing your
1: hands is like another point one. Distancing is the big one because that, that if, if I was always to stay away from you, the r not is zero because it doesn't affect anybody. You know, mm-hmm. so, so that's the kind of idea. So so vaccines, their joy is to get the r not right down. And that's what this, these two vaccines will do, I've no doubt about it. When do
0: you think people will have access to them?
1: So what's the plan now is they're, going to, they're both applying as we speak to the FDA and the EMA for approval.
0: Emergency approval
1: Yeah Now those two agencies Are very good They're very robust Their job They were set up to protect people From snake oil Effectively yeah. The FDA was uh, They have a very strong committee Look So at they're all not the going to approve it Unless it's safe no to No way take. No way They will give approval I would predict First week in December mm-hmm. Even they being equal Then it rolls out immediately uh, Pfizer are making 50 million doses As we speak and Moderna said they have twenty million ready before Christmas. Now, who gets the first? Those doses? won't fill your back tooth, though. When everyone well, in the world is that's looking. That's the for problem. It. Now, after Christmas, then Pfizer's making one point. Do you, have they said who billion. gets it first?
0: Is it healthcare workers?
1: Well, for us, the European Union will get three hundred million doses of the Pfizer vaccine.
0: Does Ireland get any of them?
1: We get three million of that. How that's many people live in Ireland? Half our population. Five million in the south. Anyway, it's five million people. So that, that's more than half our population. Before in Christmas, a big box. Well, the 50 million you see is the problem there. So, certainly January, February, March next year, a van will arrive, my prediction is, in Dublin Airport. It'll drive off a cargo plane. Oh my God, RTE will be there. I yep. can see it now. And it will have 3 million vaccines and a minus 80 freezer in the back of it. That's, that's what I predict is going to happen. And
0: it'll drive up to Croke Park and that we'll it'll all queue
1: drive up. up to your house and say, Stephanie Price, like, get out here now. We're going to jab your arm now. And you're going to go, yeah, take a photograph. I'll do it. going to inspire people. Put it
0: man. on Instagram. But come here. Uh, so, a couple of questions there now. If... If you, say we all crowd into Croke Park to queue up for this vaccine, right? Yeah. And obviously crowding in anywhere is dodgy. Yeah. If we're all crowding in and we're all spreading COVID just while we wait for the vaccine on that day, and then we get vaccinated, does that mean that we can't get it?
1: It's not going to be in Croke Park. Is do it? do this, we have to social distance? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it could be. It'll be in GPs and pharmacies
0: So it'll have to be like an order. That
1: van will divvy out the vaccine into hundred vans or something like that, right? Yeah, they'll go all around the country and they'll put supplies of vaccine, probably in a minus twenty canister. They're called Arctic canisters. Interestingly, they have dry ice in them, and that's minus twenty. It'll keep for five days in that canister. All right, and then the GP has his Arctic canister. He might have a thousand, he or she a thousand doses. Get in like the flu vaccine. GPs vaccinate 50 kids on a Saturday, remember, for the flu. So they get on the phone or they go to the nursing homes, very importantly, and they vaccinate everybody probably in the nursing, nursing
0: homes. nursing homes and healthcare workers. Yes, yeah, the healthcare is. workers first and foremost. Like surely the doctor who's administering it needs to have it
1: first. That's right. And this week, do you see those worrying enormous 50 cases a day in the hospitals among the healthcare workers because they're exposed to the virus all the time. So the. They go first, but and if, then we, the nursing if, we,
0: if we jab all them first, do they all have to take a half day off work?
1: They probably will, that's they right, they yeah. yeah That's right. That's okay though, because they're now protected, you see it's marvelous. and they are
0: both they both need a booster after three weeks.
1: They do, so you you go, you go in a not second be time. A
0: bit chaotic, because everyone won't have had the first one within three weeks, yeah, so yeah. you're coming back for your second one, but the lad behind you is getting the first one. And then I also have a question around if you got the Pfizer one first, but you go back after three weeks and they only have the booster of moderna. Can uh, you get, are they interchangeable?
1: No, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that. It's going to be that, chaos. That hasn't been tested. Because what? They, have are, we got the wit to do this or not, Stephen? It, it is a logistical question and it's me control. Haven't very. we have the know, to do an awful lot. I know the Germans will do it very efficiently. You'll Germany. find you that, That'll be 100% efficient. Well, you can live with a certain amount of error as well. You've got to be realistic, I suppose. But I, I, I'd be confident with this one. Can you imagine? This vaccine will be in a gold little tube for us all won't it this is our dream come true you know so so I think I, think I, I wouldn't worry too much about the rollout. well I mean that's a blithe statement they need to get on top of it <laughs> let's put it I that way I think they need
0: to get on top of the <laughs> communications around it and I think they need to get on top of the yeah literally how, how is this going to work is it up to me do I get a vaccine passport where it says I got Pfizer yeah. jab one so that the doctor would be like oh I have to give her Pfizer jab two because but then also like is it my responsibility to
1: remember that do they have to keep it on file yeah. There's talk of wristbands, which people won't like, that you can't get off your wrist. Oh, I
0: love them. I lo- It'd be like we're at a, mus- it's a, it's a like music picnic. festival that we couldn't go no, to this that, year.
1: That's my human rights, but there's talk about a tight wristband that you can't get off and that means you're vaccinated. Can you be And you'll have that for a year. That's brilliant. I think it's... A, you show it and, and you, can, you can put it up against the machine and get into the venue. This is a gig, say, you know That kind of thing. Because you know? I do think it would become a social thing where,
0: because I know people are going to get all up and hot and bothered about like if the government say you have to get yep. this vaccine. Yeah. But I think it will become socially acceptable where it's like, hey, I'm having a wedding. Please don't come unless you've been vaccinated. Exactly. That's my rule. Please don't send your child to my child's birthday party unless you've had a vaccine. Precisely. And, you know. It'll be
1: socially unacceptable, basically, yeah. and that, that'll help tremendously. I think. So, but I really believe that this is a brand new vaccine. We all hate this disease with a vengeance. We're sick to death of it, aren't we? Yeah. You will have it as a badge on your coat. I took the vaccine. But I do you think know? that the government I, I needs happen. to listen
0: to people who are anxious and well, they, not yeah, yeah. just yeah. dismiss their anxieties. Because it's fair to be like, I agree entirely. this was made very clear quickly. Usually haste is equal to mistakes. Can you please reassure me? And then once people are adequately reassured...
1: It'll take time. Yeah. Actually. once you might you might hear of a neighbour being vaccinated, that, that was okay, you know. Or you might again in, in the fifties we've done this before, I remember, in the fifties with the polio vaccine I've given this example, a few times, Elvis was rolled out as the influencer of his day. So they that rolled really out worked. Elvis. That really worked. And then in the seventies, Roald Dal. Now Roald Dahl, it's a tragic story. His daughter died of measles. Right. And he wrote about it really eloquently, right? And he said he was playing with her one night with these um sort of sticks and making little dummy figures and next thing she suddenly stopped and stared. And then went into a coma. Eight hours later, she was dead of measles. Right? Oh he wrote about this. He said, "Please vaccinate your child." My daughter, I, and he, he turned the vaccine down. He was devastated, no, not because he was an, uh, against vaccines, just he missed the schedule, or whatever. So he said, "Look, you got to vaccinate against me." And now the, the use of, the, and then he wrote lov- loving, um, lovely little pieces about it, you know. And within about a year, the threefold increase in uptake of the measles vaccine her a result. So, so you, you can't give people numbers or science actually. That doesn't Who work. do you
0: think the COVID influencer should be? If it was Elvis. In the 60s, Was but you can 50? put people
1: off these days as well, you? Yeah. Who's a universally loved? I don't Who does know. everyone love David Attenborough? <laughs> yeah, someone like Michael Palin. They say nobody hates us. Well, it's young people you want to convince us. Well. The, the, the old people take it because they're, they're vulnerable. It's you're incentivized to take it if, you, if you're in a sort of a high risk group, aren't you? Yeah, it's more the people, the teens, the 20s, teens, and 20s. It'll have to be their heroes if you could get a t shirt
0: or a badge. That was like I've been vaccinated. Make it cool. I think those things do work. You need like to make when, it cool. Get yeah. those little stickers that say I voted.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I think so, some clever trick is going to be needed. Who would you think yourself now? Would, would you? Would you? Who um, would
0: be a good COVID influencer?
1: Circe round and someone said to me, And I said, "Oh, you see that? You
0: now. need someone who's sensible, who's like I trust this person. I mean, if Celine Dion did it, I'd probably do it."
1: <laughs> yes, that's um, see, everybody has their own.
0: I love know? Celine. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Probably we'll see Claire Byrne do it though when we oh, I'd say do, She'll do, it for she'll definitely. do that live. Yeah, um, and come but here. you're right,
1: you're dead right to worry about this because it's understandable that people are anxious and hesitant and all that stuff, and I I appreciate that fully. And now we need to be clever and, and do the best we can. And and hopefully the HSEs they are looking at this by the way there's yeah, a special you'd committee hope. and stuff. So.
0: How quickly once the vaccine so you think some people will be here in Dece- will be vaccinated in December, January, February. How quickly once people have gotten the vaccine, like when do you think this is going to be gone? Luke? Like, when? I'm, I'm
1: going to give you the dream scenario now. Go for Are it. You're ready. We'll put music behind I, this bit. And by the way, I predicted Moderna would be released their daily yesterday. I was on News Talk in the morning. I said this afternoon, and bang. I, I, that was me guessing. I could have taken a month. but Now, there's two more vaccines before Christmas AstraZeneca. And probably Johnson & Johnson. Are they RNA? Or a a Chinese vaccine called Sinovacus. A very good vaccine, by the way. No, no, they're they're the vector DNA type vaccines.
0: Is it going to be a case where people want to choose what... Like I'd like this one.
1: They may. I think I think the they won't be as efficacious, I predict. You can come back to me later on this if I'm wrong. Seventy percent maybe for okay. the Oxford one similar for the sign. That's still very high though. Yeah. So they've got four vaccines before Christmas that are working. Four separate
0: vaccines against this virus. So that's you tremendous. think what? AstraZeneca?
1: AstraZeneca and Sinovac, they're a Chinese company. Now...
0: You said another one, Johnson Johnson. But
1: then the ne- well that's hard to say. Certainly by next summer. Yeah. I predict eight vaccines will have worked. And will be available for use. Now, in that situation you can vaccinate the world very quickly. They can all make a billion each, you see. Yeah. Whenever the supplies. Now, in that scenario, the or not goes right down. Point two. Laughing your head off, right? Yeah. And then you can begin to bring people back. Now the big questions are gonna be like electric picnic. There's the real Sign, there'll still be fear out there. Remember, and there won't be full uptake as we've just been discussing. There'll be pockets of not taking the vaccine, and you can't be sure then, you know. But we'll still keep wearing the masks and the hand washing. But we'll be allowed gather. You know, you'll, you'll allow a few hundred people an event for instance Theatres might open I think theatres and bars well bars will be that open anyway because you can't justify locking everybody down is the phrase we're using if there's a vaccine that's working and secondly if people aren't dying in hospitals which is the next big advance you see that's not justified anymore
0: What do you know about sustainable energy? 180 Degrees is a podcast answering these questions by sharing the stories of people across Ireland working towards a cleaner energy future They chat to people who are making a real difference in the areas of sustainable transport, energy in the home, and in our communities. They hear how businesses and public sector bodies are cutting carbon emissions and how energy research is informing policy decisions. 180 Degrees is brought to you by the Sustainable Energy Authority of Ireland, supported by the Government of Ireland. You can listen to 180 Degrees, the podcasts, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. I want to tell you about another podcast that is on the Stuff Podcast Network. It's called Words to That Effect. And it's a really brilliant podcast that looks at all things literature. Connor talks you through the history, the relevance and cultural importance from like absolutely everything from pirates to zombies and looking at what the driving force is behind the literary genres of like detective stories, fantasy epics and romance novels. He's got really good guests on it. Loads of past episodes that you can just binge and... I love finding a podcast that has loads of historical episodes because it's something that will take me through weeks. Season five has just started this week, so take a listen to this trailer and see what you think.
1: I'm Connor Reed with words to that effect. How do the Victorians invent time?
0: Where do all those pirate cliches come from? Should Is we all read romance novels? Glided up her neck with Why are kids so obsessed with dinosaurs? <laughs> What makes the perfect detective story? have
1: to go and solve this crime ourselves. What happens to culture and society in a post-apocalyptic world where everything... Oh God. To say something, but all the ...has stopped? Words to that effect tell stories of the fiction that shapes popular culture. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts and at WTTEpodcast.com.
0: Do we know how long the vaccine is going to last for us. So say we say I, as a, I'm not in a vulnerable group. Well, yep. I actually am because I have asthma. So I yep. might get it sooner than someone else. But say I get vaccinated on my birthday in mm-hmm. April, mm-hmm. which is a reasonable uh, birthday present to me, from me. How, do we have any idea how long that will keep the, me safe for?
1: There's two big questions. That's one of them. How long will you be protected for? Yeah. But remember, the virus is going away in the community. Because the or has gone down. Okay. So even if you are at a risk of a reinfection in six months' time, it's less likely because there's less virus out there.
0: Right? Okay. But it's so, only going to take a few people to get reinfected and no, then it starts climbing again. True,
1: true, but the other prediction is if you do get reinfected, the, the disease is less severe. This should become like a common cold or right. a nasty flu eventually. And it's endemic in the population. People get infected, they don't die anymore and they don't have any severe symptoms either. That's the hope here. And a, a small number will. People still die of the flu for heaven's sake, you know. So there will be small numbers getting really sick, but the vast majority won't. And that's the hope. And if the virus is beaten down to 0.2 in the ORNAT, or not, the risk of infection is low. So the numbers are going to be low getting infected. That's the scenario. So we don't, I mean, it's, it'd be great if the vaccine lasted for three or four years, wouldn't it? But even if it lasted for a year, that's still good. But if that's it lasts for a
0: year, does that mean we have to get it again in another year? Or does it mean that they have to make a new vaccine? We the
1: vulnerable talking. only, like the flu. You right, know okay. So it'll become like The flu vaccine In that old people And vulnerable people Every winter might have it So That's we'll
0: always hear of it. like Oh someone's got COVID again But yeah. we're not ter- Running terrified Exactly We're not
1: scared of it anymore Yeah It could be renamed Flu type 4 Who knows You know Just to get the fear Out of it in the way you think? Yeah So that, that'll be the, A likely scenario um, And then remember 70, that 97% of people Fight the virus anyway With their immune systems And get over it Yes Never forget that fact either It's only the 3% You worry about Now the other The other big unknown though is, um,
0: well if it's only that three percent, why are we locking down everything?
1: Because that's a lot of people. If you let three percent die in your population. So the government's job is to stop people per- dying okay, under any enough. circumstances. And
0: know. if say if everyone in Ireland gets the vaccine, because we have a small population, mm. and it's not too bad. So say we manage to vaccinate everyone by June, mm-hmm. let's say. But other European countries are and other worldwide countries don't have a vaccine. Are we susceptible to international travel still? Or like, do we have to stay? Can we open up and be grand, yep. but other countries can't?
1: Again, there'll be caution for a year or two for all these unknowns that we don't really have a handle on, say. If the virus was to change, say, right, and now you're protected against one and a new one appears from overseas. So I would predict that what'll happen is there'll be, there'll be passport, well, there'll be control on, li- like you're going into Tanzania with your yellow fever vaccine. Yeah. That'll be happening with COVID. So you won't in be able airports. to get into a country. No, they won't let you in unless you've been vaccinated. That's that's most likely what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and then that's a way to control the borders in a way, you see. So that's good. And then the rest of it is just a case of every year the babies get vaccinated, just like they do against diphtheria, bacteria. Because yeah. you're already protected. Now, if you're vulnerable, you might be told to take a vaccine every year.
0: But you're not going to be told to cocoon and stay away from. No, everyone, no, from the, the rest. You know? The
1: vaccine is is your is your effective <laughs> is your cocooning. cocooning device here. You see that stops you getting sick. So, so that becomes like an endemic disease, like we've seen before with flu, is is a typical example. Endemic means it's always there, in small numbers of people that are getting infected, and occasionally it goes up, like in the winter with the flu, and goes down again. But it's not killing people because there's better therapies in the hospital. Very importantly.
0: And the majority of people are vaccinated. Uh, exactly. And, and
1: even the ones who aren't are probably in this not vulnerable and they fight the virus anyway and won't spread it on as much. The second unknown is that the, does the vaccine stop infectiousness? Okay. That's a big one now because Explain we know way. it might protect you. That's what this trial is telling us. But there's still a risk you have a small amount of virus on board with no symptoms but you'll still infect someone else. You see. So and how can we test for that? It, they'll know eventually with with all the numbers hopefully but it's hard hard to pin that down because you're testing everybody to see if they're positive again that bloody thing you know now if that's the case that'll be revealed in the or number I won't go down as quickly okay you see because people are spreading it a bit you know now they're optimistic that that is not the case by the way because the evidence that you can't get infected if you've got the vaccine probably means your the, the vaccine is allowing your body to fight the virus So, therefore, you're controlling it, you know. So, that's the hope there. But it's an unknown, though, that we don't know. The third unknown is whether it prevents severe disease. So, there could be a small number of people who haven't cropped up in the trial yet who still get infected and they get a really difficult time, even though they've been vaccinated. But
0: they have none of that in the Moderna one.
1: That's right, but this, you need more numbers to get a real feel for that, probably, you know. Okay. Uh, and, but the Moderna one did reveal that. Yeah, it revealed that there were some people on the vaccine yeah, who, who got, got infected, infected but, didn't get, did, but didn't didn't go, didn't go severe. Yeah, precisely. That's a good sign, but the number's quite small. Yeah. Five is hard. It's not many. So we need to watch. These These will all be watched, though, in the coming. But again, none of this stops you rolling the vaccine out.
0: But are you so hopeful? Like, is this, this, is this a big, huge coup? Like, is this great?
1: My hopefulness went up... Uh, by a factor of five, say. And I was already optimistic, <laughs> but we're still not there. Let's not be happy-clappy. We can't celebrate just yet. When can we celebrate? So as soon as I see the damn data coming out by the two companies, okay. and, and we say, that's great data. Secondly, the safety signal is really clean, and there's nothing untoward here. When then will we that can, come out we with can the go data? Up, we can climb another step on the ladder towards heaven here. A way, you know. Now, I'm pretty confident both of those are going to be fine. Then the next moment of joy will be when they begin vaccinating and there's no side effects again because they're vaccinating more people now. Like you're going to vaccinate 20% of the Irish population quite quickly. Mm -hmm. If it all happens, that's 1.4 million people. That's your next moment. When all those people are vaccinated and we wait it's, a couple of weeks.
0: It's only going to take one person to be on RTE or Ireland or something being like, these are my after effects. Yeah, but vaccine. again,
1: we need to help people with that. The statistics would tell you you can live with that. It's awful. Like A good number of vaccines is this. So last year, there were something like 250 million vaccine doses in America for certain infectious diseases. There were 6,000 Adverse events. Now, that's a tiny, tiny, tiny number, you know. Yeah. And if you hadn't vaccinated those people, there would have been tens of thousands of deaths. You see, from the diseases that you're vaccinating, or paralysis for polio, kids going deaf from measles. You know, yeah. if you hadn't vaccinated. So, in other words, that justifies the use of the vaccine with that level of, you know, problems. Yeah. But you got to be straight with that there is a risk that this may harm a tiny number of people, but for the greater good, then.
0: We have to do we it. We have to do
1: it. That's that's the way to think about it. Now it's hard for people to get their head. If you're the mother of a child who's in that one in a hundred thousand, it's not great, is it? You're gonna go, mm-hmm. that bloody vaccine. So it's hard, you know, it's hard to get that message out there, but but it can be done, I think, and as long as we're honest about that and say, Look, there's a remote chance. There's a risk with everything that remember. Just walking down the street has a similar risk of getting harmed by a vaccine. So yeah. that kind of thing. You know, <laughs> okay. so you gotta say, look, just suck it up kind of thing,
0: <laughs> take the vaccine. How do you feel about Christmas?
1: That's a tricky one, isn't one. it? Definitely. Go tell
0: yeah. me. It is tricky because I was really hopeful and oh. now the numbers have started to rise again. Well, and now I'm not so hopeful that we'll actually be able to do That's the first
1: problem. They're in the wrong direction now. Now that was because of Halloween, by the way. Yeah. Because the numbers now reflect what happened like a week, two weeks two ago. Two weeks ago. But why?
0: Oh, I didn't think people did. We didn't do trick-or-treating. We didn't. Some
1: people obviously did. That's the trouble with this, you see. Yeah. There must have been a bit of that going on. Now we got to get the numbers back down. Before the first, is it the first of December. I think is the, is the next moment. Get the numbers down. If they stay up, it'll be difficult, and they won't go to level three even potentially. You see, because remember, the job of the government is to protect people from dying. Right. So, yeah. uh, and they'll go on nah, that, We're staying where we are now. If it does come down, we can look at level three for definite. That's still not great for Christmas though, because that means no mingling Visitors of households. House.
0: Yeah.
1: If we can get to level two point five. You could see two, three households meeting, and that's what we want. So I'm, I'm optimistic we'll get that, even for the, three or four days.
0: Do you think that's the best hope, two or three households? I, I think it three is, three yeah, that'll days. be
1: that'll be the limit for definite, I think, yeah, but no, because it's a bit too much to expect, other minglings going on. Uh, and then we're going to have Christmas dinner, round a table, as big as this one, and there'll be a metre between everybody, and you'll stagger the people, and you won't be sharing the cranberry sauce with each other, whatever. There's going to have to yeah. be special measures... And a gale force <laughs> wind blowing through. Um, so it's possible to do that. I think what we need to do now is um, describe what a, what, a, what a good Christmas might look like. I'm getting ready for what I just described. Because <laughs> you know I mean? it can't be the way it was. I mean, we know if we let parties happen, it'll just be back again for definite. And in January, we're back into a difficult situation. And, even, and remember, we can't be thinking, oh, the vaccine's coming. That will take six months, really, you know, to show a big effect. So, yeah. so we got to keep just keep observing the things over the next few months. So,
0: think. two or three households for three that, or four that, days. That's the, uh,
1: that's that's the maximum. The best at be best, doing. it'll be. That means your granny can come over, you know. For example, yeah. uh, then this, next... stri-
0: this. I think what people don't realize is that there will be people who die or get very sick in January. That would not have if we didn't That's meet. That's
1: the thing. Very precisely. And
0: everyone thinks, oh, well, it won't be my family, but it might be. And I just don't think I could live myself if I knew that someone died in January because I yep. in, I insisted on meeting them at Christmas.
1: Right, and a mathematical certainty, you can almost project the number of deaths based on the hospitalisation rates, like the five people died yesterday, for instance. And yeah. So you're dead, right? If we just misbehave, if you want to put it that way, I know people, that's a horrible, we don't like that phrase, but, but if people just mix and mingle at with numbers indoors, drinking, deadly combination, bang, the virus now spreads again. And you get the super spreading events, remember, and that will mean more hospitalizations and potentially more deaths. It's just a risk. Now, Do you think
0: that they're planning for it because it's
1: kind of inevitable? I think I heard yesterday they're planning for two things, non-compliance, because people aren't, you know, will the Irish people go along with this? They're all desperate. To get their families together, they'll sneak around the corner to see Granny, whatever it is. You yeah. know, so it's hard, isn't it? If you get eighty percent compliance, you're doing well. Probably that kind of number, you know. Whatever yeah. we do, but it's so tough because people. We, we did invent Christmas if I can be a non-religious person for a minute, because of the bleak midwinter to have a bit of crack because it's so miserable. You know, it's almost like our bodies are programmed to we socialise right at like Christmas because you know, and, and so therefore it's hard. Not that it happened, they may say, "Look, I'll give you three days of three families meeting, and that's it." Now, will we comply with that? Is the next question? They certainly can't Well, I will,
0: but it's easy for me because I own—I don't have a huge family; it's just yeah. me and my mum. So, like, yeah. but say my partner—he's got six. Brothers and sisters. Yeah, so that's and you normally meet them all at Christmas, you see. Loads of families. Yeah, like. no, that, that,
1: that's the difficult bit, you see. So
0: they, yeah. they have to choose which three you get to meet.
1: That's the point. And you can't be meeting three of them on Christmas Day yeah. and three on Stevens Day either. Because that's no point. That's, that's, that's not good either. And then, I mean, I know it's a horrible thing to say, but we need to have some kind of Christmas where we are doing the best we can with, with getting together. Okay, maybe the other three families, you go for a walk and have a nagging down on the beach or something I don't know what it is but that's justifiable under these circumstances uh, and then you might have a dinner the week after with, or a month later with the other three or something it sounds miserable doesn't it but uh, the second big question is travel my son lives in England I want him to come over for Christmas don't I you oh, know yeah. that's tricky I, can't, I don't know what's going to happen there the, the only answer yet. there is testing
0: so what he would get tested before he before left before he comes Yeah, and, and then he gets tested when he's
1: here five days after he's arrived no yeah. that's the only solution to that one that's going to be difficult, isn't it? You know, so so. Um, but let's just get our heads round it and think if we can think. If do we you can think do they'll
0: to, give good guidelines to like?
1: They have to, yeah, because people want to know now, don't they? I mean, yeah, because could give the guidelines those, right? now. Actually, uh, if I was them, I'd say this is level four. This is level three for Christmas now. This is level two. Yeah. And if we get the numbers down to the following, now the thing is. As our dear friend Brendan has said, you get infantilising people, like bloody children now, you know, and we don't like that either. So you're kind of damned if you do, you're damned well, we if you do We don't
0: like being infantilised, but there is a system where like people, children are children because they don't know the ways of the world and adults do. And we don't know what's going on, but the public health professionals and experts do know. So in that way, we kind of are infants.
1: We are. Yeah. And, and they could be just, yeah, I think in the next week or two now, you'd want to see this clear directive from them as we approach the end of November for Devon. It's hard
0: for them to make a directive though when the numbers are rising now and they were falling. So they're also dealing with like changing data. Yeah,
1: It's a moving target is the problem, you know. But you could begin to project it a bit, I think, and say, look, if the numbers continue to go bad, forget it, you know. If they get better, we'll we'll, we'll open up. And not not, not like your children, just this is the science, you know. In other words... If we if if we do the following things, we can predict the following outcome. You know, and if we don't do those, it's a different outcome. And, and
0: I think people have forgotten or or never realized that they think that the virus is this is this living entity mm, yeah. that behaves in a certain way, and they're like, oh, the virus is going, the virus numbers are going down. Therefore, I can change my behavior without connecting that. Like you are the virus. Like the virus is in you, and what you and your behavior transmits the virus. Exactly. So the virus and yeah. you are not two separate things.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. And human beings, as we know, they're very strange creatures at the pesticides, aren't they? And, and and we're all desperate, aren't we, to get together with our friends and have a great Christmas together and all that kind of thing. And so it's a difficult one. This this is the most really difficult hard. phase now, I think, to be honest, now we're entering in a sense. Because it was a bit easier in the summer the first lockdown it was as we've all said it was like a holiday. Yeah. Like a snowstorm had hit but it the country. It was so
0: sunny and the whole thing was just kind of novel and we were doing jigsaws and but baking. Now
1: every bone in your body wants to have the crack at Christmas time. Like I've always said the best atmosphere of the year is Christmas Eve in your local pub, isn't it? Yeah. It's fantastic, you know. So we're longing for this. We're all getting seasonal affective disorder as the days get short. And we just can't we just be very careful. We just got to say look don't do it kind of thing you know or do it this way instead of that way and give you some
0: I think comfort. that's what they need to do I think saying don't do it that's not gonna is work. not going to work they need to say we know you're going to do this please do it this way
1: I believe sales of mistletoe plummeted Stephanie because <laughs> there's going to be none of that going on either you know what I mean though? It's, it's, it's such a tough thing isn't it for people to get their heads around and we got, and, and you've got to give people hope haven't you and a bit of something to look forward to as well yeah. kind of thing
0: can you leave us with a message of hope Is there hope in these vaccines? Uh,
1: uh, Comfort and joy. Yeah, this week and last week will go down in the annals in the reading in the years moment because first report of a vaccine working against COVID is the bottom line. Repeated by another company, two vaccines now are on the horizon kind of thing, you know. And you think that
0: we will see gatherings of more than 100 next summer?
1: I think we will. Yeah, I'll be optimistic about that now. And what's going to happen in the next few months is the treatments in hospital get better and better as well. Like the death rate's gone down by 75%, which is tremendous. I'll give you one before we leave it, one little last example that's really exciting in a way. It's it's simple. Proning. Do you know what proning is, Stephanie? Lying on your side. Lying on your belly, yeah. That halves the death rate. Don't worry about fancy medicines or sticking people over. on ventilators. Just roll over. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's very delicate. You got to yeah. have six nurses to turn you over carefully. But that. A study in China, literally two days ago, halved the death rate of your prone. The reason is the fluids in your lungs drain more easily if you're lying on your front. Yeah. And they go to the bottom here and they drain away and your lungs and you can you breathe, you know. So we're seeing lots of examples of that where treatments the doctors are, getting are learning better. the new yeah, treatments. Yeah. And that's why you're gonna get a hundred people mixing, because you can then take a risk on crowds. Because if if someone does get sick, they aren't they're at not risk going to of dying. dying as much. So, therefore, the public health guidelines versus the stuff on the ground is that's what it's all about, really, is to stop people dying. So, the vaccine and treatments will help with that. So, I've no doubt. The trouble is not in the next month or two, <laughs> you know? Yeah. If only, if only Christmas was in June, not that I'm saying we move it to June, but if this has happened before, if if Christmas was in June, it'd be almost normal. Yeah. I, I would predict that, for instance, you know? But in the meantime, we can have as best of Christmas as we can, can't we? Let's just try to make the most of it I suppose in the grand tradition of these
0: well we might not see you again before Christmas and talk to you so we thank you for guiding us through this year happy Christmas Luke and a happy new year
1: that's the spirit when we reconvene it'll be even better I predict watch there'll be more positive news I'll get
0: you back in when I've been vaccinated that's right (laughs) chat to you soon very good Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Basically. As ever, if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with someone that really helps to increase listenership or you could rate it or review it wherever you're listening to it. I don't think you can rate or review on Spotify, but, you know, tell someone on social media about it. Uh, Our music is by Only Ruin. Our graphic design is by Kahlo Gar. And as ever, we are produced by the Headstuff Podcast Networks at the podcast studios.